Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a really special one. It's announcing this new initiative at Bethany. Join in January is this exciting uh, endeavor that we're taking on as we step into 2023, really encouraging people to engage in their faith, participate in their faith, and share their faith in new ways in 2023. And so if you're a Bethany member, this is going to be really exciting and apply to you. But even if you're not, I invite you to stick around and still listen to this episode. I'm sitting down with Kevin Dragseth to talk about the whole idea, but I really think there's a lot of good content in here. Just in general, as we think about what does it mean to be a person of faith and what is it that Jesus calls us to do? How should we be living that faith out? So Kevin and I are going to go into a lot of specifics. As always, it's a lot of fun to have him on the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Here it is, though, a a conversation with Kevin Dragseth about join in January at Bethany this year. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Together for Good podcast. I'm so glad that you're listening. This is an extra special episode sitting in my office. The one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Dragseth. Good afternoon, everybody. Kevin's here because he and I, along with our coordinator of media, Colleen Mackey, the three of us, uh, have really been working diligently on this initiative for the month of January that we're calling... Join in. (laughs) Kevin was not on that like I thought it would be. Join in January. You're going to be hearing a lot more about it, but we thought it would be a good idea uh, to have a podcast to kind of outline some of the specifics of it. And really, more than anything, join in January. This this idea, as we as we step into a new year, often people make New Year's resolutions, set New Year's intentions, and we're thinking, why not capture some of that energy, and uh, especially towards the sense of like challenging the people of Bethany to to really engage their faith in new and meaningful ways in the new year, and that's what we should always be doing. And it's just it's been interesting, I think, coming out of pandemic. Because um, we're, we've all been like slowly moving into this, you know, like there was this huge shutdown. People, I, I got here as the pastor at Bethany and then everyone stopped coming to church because um, of a little thing called COVID-19. But we're also, we're, we're a ways out of it and we're still kind of, but still kind of coming out of it too. Do you, do you see that in any other areas lately you think? Like it just feels like we're still slowly, you had this great analogy of like coming off the break or whatever, Remember that we talked about in a while past of like that we've been kind of living with the foot on the gas and oh, on yeah, the brake yeah, yeah. at the same yep, time. Yep. No, I think it's still there in a lot of ways. I mean, I think you still see it in everyday society. People are still ordering out a lot more mm-hmm. than they are going to restaurants because there's just a hesitation. Um, uh, people are treating sports differently. A lot of people now got used to watching sports on TV, so they're claiming that they'd rather watch it on TV than go to. The stadium. Uh, events, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All those things just kind of have an effect on how you view participation. And here, here at church, and, and you know this, one of, the, one of the many hats that Kevin wears is you're the volunteer coordinator. Um, and that this has just been a hard thing for us. Is there's, It takes so many volunteers to get everything done here at Bethany. And it's been a lot harder post-pandemic finding those people. Uh, do you have like specifics on that? Do, well, how many people do we need like on a weekend? It's a whole bunch. Well, we need 24 on a Sunday morning. We need around 50 for a whole week, just an average week. 50 volunteers. When you put in um, what ne- what happens on our grounds, what happens um, on a Wednesday night when you include Wednesday nights when you have a 
six to eight person kitchen crew, when you have a worship team that's all volunteer on Wednesday nights, when you have uh, Camp Bethany that's volunteer run, when you have Confirmation that's got many multiple volunteers in it as well, it's around 50 in a week. That doesn't include our big um, you know, facility cleanups. That doesn't include any of our outreach volunteering. Uh, that is simply to make this place run um, and and function on a weekly basis. That's so crazy. And, and and it's been hard. I know it's been really hard. And so that's where this join in January idea came from is actually out of our ministry council who are, you know, the leadership of the church. They've just been saying all fall. It's like, hey, we're really struggling to find enough ushers and to find enough communion assistants and to find enough people for the dish team on Wednesday nights. And so this is what we're trying to do is just like, yeah, put the emphasis for people and to say like, hey, like step into a new year with new intentions of engaging your faith of giving back to your church. And so so we've broken this down and we've worked really hard to try and come up with an acronym and we never got to one. Um, <laughs> so you get three words. <laughs> so you get three words and they are engage, participate, share. And so let me just break that down. We're challenging people to engage their faith at Bethany in new ways in 2023. And, and what that means is that we have so many great groups that already exist here um, that would love to have more people involved. I mean, they're, they're going well. There's a lot already happening. But it's always exciting um, to have folks, new individuals as a part of Bible studies or as a part of fellowship groups um, or as a part of ministry teams that are doing some of the leadership and organizing of all of this. And, and so that's just a great way, I think, to, to live more fully into it, right? Like this engaging piece of our faith, right? I'm sure you've, you've been members of churches in the past and right. Like there's just a different element when you are connected to some of the smaller groups, some of the happenings. Uh, Yeah. That's the, that's the reason you want to come back. Right. Is, is because of that engagement piece, the amount of people that are here because of fellowship time, um, because of, you know, um, or that ability to, or that uh, availability to be present with people, people are, I, I feel for a lot of people, it's worth sitting through worship to be able to have coffee with people afterwards. <laughs> or it's worth sitting through a Bible study to be able to have the community before and after the Bible study. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Kevin or uh, Brian Jaster always talks about faith is made whole in community. That's his, that's his rallying cry. And I really think it's true, right? Like you can practice your faith on your own, but it's missing something if you don't have those other people who are sharing the journey with you. Um, And so that's why we're challenging people to engage. And and so then the the next piece of the puzzle, the next word in this initiative is participate. And what we mean by that is, is volunteering time in order to make this happen. Like we said, it takes 50 people a week, 50 volunteers, just for us to carry on all the programs and ministries that we have. And so that's also just a really neat way to live out your faith, to feel like you're giving back, to feel like you're doing something towards um, making all this ministry happen. Uh, and there's so much here that, and that's also super simple of, of being a greeter on a Sunday morning, just come 15 minutes early and say hi yep. to people. But that makes a huge difference for individuals experience of Bethany. Yep. So we've got these two pieces, engage and participate. And now I want to kind of put it to you. Why do you think, um, that's often hard for people when it comes to church. Because I do think a lot of the time, folks, you know, they just kind of want to blend in and they're nervous about doing more than Sunday morning worship. Yeah, that's a great question. 
I think that it comes back to what people's experiences of being in, engaged or participating or volunteer has been um, in the past. Yeah, I think all of us can think of stories, and you know, it would it could probably be a great, um, you know, uh, fellowship event to do at church, just for everybody to share a, a story of. And for all of us to just be able to cringe together at the things that can happen in church settings. They don't mean to happen, but they happen. And they happen often enough that sometimes I think it scares people away. You have one bad experience where you show up and nobody else showed up. Or you have one bad experience where the communication wasn't there during a snowstorm and you drove through a foot of snow to show up and everybody else got the memo and you didn't. Yeah, That burns you. You, you're, you're hesitant to get back involved after those moments. Or you set aside a whole bunch of time, and for the first time you finally tell your family, I'm willing, I'm not going to be there right away on Christmas Eve because I'm going to volunteer at church. And you get stuck in the back corner of the parking lot directing the last three cars into the <laughs> to the parking spots that nobody even knew existed, right? And that's where, where your gifts were used. When you had a, a an idea that, you know, yeah, you were going to be volunteering in something that was meaningful and that would like truly be helpful to the congregation, right? So when you get put into these places that just are total opposites of what you were expecting, I think yeah, it turns you off. You're like, you gave it your one shot. You know, a lot of people, maybe it's similar to like, a lot of people finally get up the courage to finally try therapy mm. and your therapist doesn't work out and you're like, forget this i tried it done i ain't doing therapy even though we know it's something that would be good for us even though we know we should probably do this even though everybody says we should do it i tried it i ain't doing it again yeah or yeah or there's so many there's so many stories like that i think too um I, i think just that you've stumbled upon a really good idea for a podcast series of just cringy st- church stories. Yeah. So I wrote that down. I'm going to save that. Stay tuned. That'll be that'll be a great series. But you're right. Like I have, and <laughs> I just want to say also know that it's just as bad for the leadership. Um, yeah. Oh, I, at yeah. the first church that I worked, it was a very small congregation, and there were so many times that I tried things, and one or two people showed up. And I couldn't help but feel like I was like trying to throw a birthday party. <laughs> no one yeah, came. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. So so why is it going to be different here? Well, we're we're working intently with our with our leaders. We're yeah. working intently with our teams, with our ministry teams, with ministry council, with council, to help people understand that uh, people have expectations. Yeah. And we need to lead well. Not just we don't just need warm bodies to to get up in front and to um, try to lead something off of a piece of paper. We need authentic leadership. We need people that are um, the right people in the right places. And the right people is anybody. Every gift that we need in this congregation, every need that we have, we have in the members of this congregation. Totally, uh, we're we're so blessed with such a talented group of people. And, and and not only that, I think I think the real piece too to this whole puzzle that we want people to understand is like we are asking, we are challenging people to to engage and participate in their faith in new ways in 2023. But we recognize as a church staff that if we're going to issue that challenge, 
that we have to be ready on the back end, right? They're yep. giving something of themselves yep. to take up the mantle on this challenge. And so we are going to also give something of ourselves to make sure that it is organized, that we are prepped, that we have, you know, really good ways to, to equip you to yeah. do the work that you might be willing to volunteer yeah. to do. Really good ways to connect you with these new groups that you've shown interest in and to learn more about them. Yeah. Yeah, that we're taking it really seriously. And at the, and at the same time, viewing it as a partnership. Because we don't, we, there's a certain bandwidth that you have. You know, we're at a, we're busy, yeah. We're at a total of, um, you know, uh, 23 staff people total with the total full-time equivalency of only 15 staff people. So it's not like this place is stacked. Right. There's a lot of people around, but not as many hours as, as one might um, think there is. So to partner in this with the staff and, and uh, how this um, how this can look for us. And, you know, I, I view this as a form of stewardship. All of this is a form of stewardship. And the way I simplify stewardship, and let's go off of Christmas... If you, get, if you get a gift or you give a gift at Christmas, you have expectations around what's going to happen with that gift. Whether you receive it or whether you give it. If you give it, you expect that somebody's going to use that gift. Mm -hmm. And if you receive the gift, the expectation is that you use that gift. Mm -hmm. right? And I think that stewardship at its most simple core is that... We are given gifts. God gave us gifts. And what are we doing to use those gifts? And um, yeah, and, and what do those look like? I mean, the needs of this congregation are both simple and complex. I think of, I don't think this congregation realized the need that its members had to have fresh, shiny-looking jewelry the week before Christmas. Yeah, but great what point. a gift! Yeah, that ended up being to so many people. Doesn't like if not hundreds of people to dozens of people, and that was off of a simple gift that a member yeah wanted to share with people. So for those who don't know who are listening, we had a member here, brand new member. She just joined the church um, back in no October, November. I can't remember when we were November, and she's a jeweler, a local jeweler, and she comes to me and she's like, "Hey, like." I'd love to provide just like a cleaning and jewelry check for Bethany members someday after church. And so I was like, okay, great. Let's make it happen. We set her up in the fellowship hall. She brought her machine, um, all this information. And there were dozens of people who stopped in, who had their jewelry cleaned, who talked with her. Um, it was just, it's really cool. And that's yeah. all it was. It was her. She's like, I have this gift. This is my skill. How can we put it to use? Boom, it happened, and so many people were blessed as a result. And asking when oh, really? can we do this again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we have our jewelry cleaned up for Easter? I'm so excited to have a clean jewelry for Christmas this year. Yeah. It was phenomenal to watch, and that was, nobody expects a part of your church ministry is going to have jewelry, jewelry cleaning, cleaning. Yeah. right? And that's the that's the kind of things that well, I love the, and that I want to see. Right. We have so much potential for more exactly. of that. Right? Exactly. Right? Because there's so there's so many gifts, there's so many skills. And that I think like you're saying too, like that people often don't realize could totally be a blessing to this place. Totally. Yeah. I'm sure there's jewelers out there right now who go to church every week who have no thought that it might actually be something yeah. of value to yeah. that community. 
All right, so we, we've named two of the pieces of this puzzle, right? We're challenging people to engage their faith by getting connected with different groups that are ongoing at Bethany, challenging people to participate by volunteering their time um, in order to help make ministry happen. And then there's a third piece, the final word of the puzzle, share, which kind of goes along with exactly yeah, what we've been talking about. Exactly. But in particular, we're really challenging people to, yeah, share the story of Bethany, to share the gifts that they have at Bethany, um, or to evangelize we don't like to use that word it seems <laughs> but like that's it, it's it's in the book right like i didn't make that up like we're, we're supposed to do that it's a part of being a person of faith and what i don't think people realize is that it's easier than ever like the ways that you can do evangelism these days is a far cry from a bullhorn on the street corner um, yeah. down at, at Empower Field. Yeah, or sacrificing a goat to get the blood to, to write on a scroll and then hopping on your donkey and going down some trail 25 miles to try to find the newest looking hut because that probably means it's a new member of the community to try to tell them about something new that's going on. I mean, it, it's not like that anymore. It's not? I know. <laughs> but I feel like when we ask people to do it, that's the vision they get in their head is like, Oh my gosh, sharing the good news is, whoa, okay, I need to quit my job, sell all my things, and just dedicate myself to sharing the good news now. No, but it's, it is it is a part of our faith. Like, I can't stress that enough. It's like, this is something Jesus calls us to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's easy of just, uh, of like, inviting a friend to Christmas Eve worship. We did a little bit of that back in December. But there's so many other little pieces that really do help get the message of our church out there. That, that's so much simpler now with social media, with technology. Yeah, and I, I, I still go to the reviews. How important positive reviews oh, are. Oh, that's so true. Both from a, you know, when you go from an economic standpoint, you know, a bad experience at an a institution is, reaches 10 people. You know, you're going to tell 10 people if you have a bad experience. You're only going to tell one person on average if you have a good experience. Mm -hmm. So when people look at reviews, they often only see the negatives. Yeah. Right? So let's say people see Bethany's reviews. Are they getting an accurate picture of what is happening at Bethany? Or are they getting the people who feel slanted for whatever reason because of their family members attending here or an experience that they might have had here that wasn't positive all the way. I mean, yeah, and just to that point too, like thinking about your own life, I don't know about you, I can think, uh, I don't leave reviews often, but I have left a negative review on for one yeah. particular service that really frustrated me. Yeah. I've had dozens of positive reviews, of positive experiences at restaurants. Yep. With organizations, and I have not often left a positive I've, review. I've never left a positive. I've left two negatives in my whole life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Point. Point. In case, case of point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the that's the picture of yep. joining in January. Engage, participate, and share. And again, just challenging people to do this because we believe that this is what it means to be a person of faith, right? Like these aren't things that we made up. All of it's in the Bible. None of it should come as a surprise, but that's what, that's what, like at the end of the day, that's what we really want for people is for them to grow in their faith, for, for faith to be a more important part of your life in 2023. And we think these are three ways that that can happen. So anything to add, any closing words of wisdom about huts and donkeys and finding the new family <laughs> no, in just the village? That, just to me, it's, <laughs> it's another way to create partnership and to have an accompaniment mm -hmm. uh, with our members and with our community in that... Um, if we didn't care about what our what our um, uh, 
members or people that attend here thought we wouldn't be doing these things. It's true. And that um, we value what the members bring to Bethany and and um, value what they're seeking and 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 where we're putting our time and our energy. So absolutely, the more we can learn from everybody, the more we can kind of zero in on what the real needs of this congregation are. So we're really excited to launch this. We look forward to your participation and we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hope that you in- enjoyed this like sneak peek of what's coming down the pike in January. And as always, stay in peace, everyone.